that really sticks with me is that um, the fact that anger is actually a secondary emotion. Yes, that's what I learned from. You're the only, you're the second person to, I've ever heard say that. Really? Yeah, the first uh, person was uh, my anger management therapist. Oh yeah, so. Yes. Um, <laughs> will be seventy-five dollars. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, I think it's a great thing for everybody to PayPal know. Link, <laughs> link below. <laughs> um, it's so good to to acknowledge that and to know that because um, really, when we become angry, that's that's not the first thing that we're feeling. There's something else underneath that. Whether it was disappointment, sadness, you know, fear, yes. like worried. Um, you know, betrayed all of these things. Um, but anger is kind of like what seems like the easiest to access because it's just so quick and so passionate. And yeah. Like, um, and also the stigmas of like, you're not allowed to be weak um, yeah. because crying is weak and you can't do that. Yeah. Right. Um, or even just like being the bigger person. Like, why does it take so much of it for us to be it's like, a lot of effort. actually, you know, when you really, nah, yeah. I'm a Leo and I'm stubborn as hell. So oh. <laughs> I kind of like, I feel like I have to deal with that all the time in myself to be like, no, just calm, calm down. Yeah, dude. Like yeah. when I heard that, that was like one of my biggest breakthroughs. I'm like, that because then I started like question, like what's the underlying motion of my anger this time? Yeah. Like, what am I afraid of? Is it because I'm afraid of, you know, some of the things I get triggered on is like my time being wasted. Mm. Like, cause I'm like, I'm very protective of my time. My schedule, I have, my schedule is like from 4 a.m. Yeah. Like this was on my schedule. Like I sent you the cool invite. This yeah. is on my schedule. Yeah. I'm like, I had to make sure this is time blocked. Um, so like, that's one of the things. Another one is like, if I'm losing time, spending time with family, like if, or I just don't like, a lot of my triggers really are coming from, um, I think just from my current awareness is wasting time. Mm. Cause I'm, cause I'm, su I'm hyper aware that we, I don't get it back. It's like, I'm going to leave you with a question and I don't okay. want you to answer it right now, but whose voice in that, in your head are you hearing mm. that you need to have, you need to be organized. You need to have this time structure. You need to have this. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's your own. Maybe I, it's, I, you know, I but... think it's something I imposed on myself. Um, when I started reading more books on like building your own business mm. and, then, and then being that time is your no, most valuable non-renewable resource. Being meticulous about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and then I, I used to be very hyper -protect protective of it where I would be very easily like it was worse and like and this is what got me in trouble. I landed in jail, mm. got 52 weeks of everything. Yeah. So um, um, so that's where like it's been a process, but I've been I, I, when it's my time and I put it together. Like for me to do work, I get to be intentional, but I also have learned to be a lot more flexible mm. and shit fucking happens. Yeah. Like today I had like, I was going to work on these certain things. And actually I ended up pushing it in the afternoon because a prospect called and I'm like, okay, now I have a, a, a pitch meeting. Yeah. So, okay. Every, every, everything got jumbled around in the afternoon. Mm. So I was like, okay, whatever. It's like, if things, at least I got one thing done Yeah. and it's, it doesn't have to be all done. Just one thing to move forward an inch is an inch oh yeah. yeah yeah that's great I've definitely had those times I've broken down in my car because I was so adamant about these are the things I need to get done today and I probably only did one but like <laughs> really like treated myself like not not compassionately at all I don't know what the other word for that is but um 
Yeah, so that's that's quite interesting. I I like to call that like structured improv. It's like you have like you have an idea of where you want to go, but it's also like yeah, able to be maneuvered and like one of my favorite sayings is like from Tony Robbins. I think is like be attached to the goal, but be flexible in getting there. Mm, yes, because it's, it's like if being rigid is like just means you're not making room for possibility or uh-huh. growth or opportunity opportunities or, or even more importantly the people who love you yeah because it's like like if you don't if if because if, i think one of the things that i think really woke me up is is when i was over prioritizing work and my son needed to go to the doctor mm. and i was and i was and uh his mom was like it's breaking my heart that you're prioritizing your work then bring him to the doctor to get checked in and i'm like oh shit so that's great communication though uh, like, instead of like you are not prioritizing this you're not doing this da, da, da. Like, like, we, like way like, before we even like decided to just be co-parents like we went to a lot of couples therapy and a lot of individual therapy we were like very very much on the same page of trying to be good communicators good, yeah. which, which is i'm very grateful for because now we can display that to jordan mm. to be good at communicating and he's been he's such like a like off on a tangent now like he's such a like a sweet little boy like um his mom recently had gone to a car accident and her back was hurting oh, okay. and he like lifted her face and said it's okay mom we got this i love you oh my like, god <laughs> he didn't teach you that but he's yeah oh, like it's really yeah and like i i think it's like one of my goals like i think that's what one becoming a dad woke me up in having a learn how to manage my emotions better because yeah. i used to think controlling your emotions meant stop yeah you know what i mean yeah, but yeah. it's like more rather now i've learned it's like learning how to be calm in the middle of the storm kind of thing santosha i literally just had this yoga class santosha. the other day santosha i'm pretty sure that's how you say it it's like it's exactly that like staying calm in the midst of chaos like there's so mm. much happening but being able to find like that zen for yourself mm, yes throughout all of that yeah is that sent is that a what is sent is that like a religious practice or was, uh i think it's just from like from yoga oh yes. yeah so oh wow because i always called it stoicism like stoicism? there's a practice a, a philosophy called stoicism the common misconception of stoicism is like you're stoic, you're cold, you're uh, detached. Uh-huh. Uh, that's like the misconception because the stoics have a high priority of being even keeled and their focus uh, is always on what they can control, oh. not on external circumstances. Oh, that's interesting. That's one. And it was uh, the, the my favorite comparison of it is if the Zen Buddhist was the quiet monk in the in the beautiful mountains the stoic is the qu- is the calm man in the middle of the of chaos oh because okay like the stoicism was adapted by emperors uh in the roman times so they can learn how to like one of the most famous ones is marcus aurelius mm-hmm. he's a he's he was a stoic he always kept reminding himself like you like he even had a he hired someone to always tell him remember you're only human oh wow he, like that he was his only job somebody for that yeah one job yeah <laughs> you're only human <laughs> grapes <laughs> but yeah that's that's what i love about stoicism it's like it's uh because it's one thing to be go to a retreat 
feel all the rah-rah and feel calm and then you're thrown back to the chaos. Exactly. And how do you it's like, what am I, how am I supposed to do? <laughs> and yeah. bring this over to this, yeah. So, that's what fascinated me about Stoicism is like, um, they're very, some people would say pessimistic, but it's like they, I think they grounded in, these can happen. Yeah. Like one of the, my favorite sayings, like, like their old sayings, like, yeah, I'll take a ship to make it to the, I- the other island unless it sinks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like that, there's the goal, but unless, you know, things happen too. Right. Uh, right. So like, uh, one of my favorite things that they did, I mentioned this in the previous podcast is that they do things called, I'll do something called fear casting, fear setting. Mm-hmm. Not fear setting. Is it? Um, that sounds familiar. I think it's called, yeah, it's fear setting. So whereas goals, we set the goals, here's how we're going to do it. Fear setting is like, here's what I'm afraid of, mm-hmm. worst case scenario. But you write back, you write things down how you recover yeah so it's like it's very much the whole yoda thing like define your fears and you can conquer it well it's the same thing with anxiety they're fear thoughts right what if what if what if like it's all these things but like you know it's 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 trying to battle that of like objectively what is happening here because you're now you're starting to think about something that's happening in the future instead of what's happening right now yeah um and so i mean i suffer from anxiety a lot too so i think that's like what I've, you know, I know that's what I've been working on a lot is like making sure that um, whatever is happening in this moment, like I'm only using that information instead of the what ifs. Um, and also, like if you're thinking about the what ifs, what if it, you know, and usually those are fear based, so it's negative. What if this negative outcome happens? Also, well, what, what if, if the, the positive is true? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.